Yes. Okay. Ready to do this? Fuck it. We're going live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bad Reception, a podcast where we watch TV shows and they were canceled because they're bad or maybe because nobody watched them or maybe because the network was just being a dick that day. Today, uh, oh, sorry. My name is Mike. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. Hi, my name's Morgan. I'm another one of your hosts. And uh, today we are rolling, uh, rolling solo or rolling guestless. Mike, that's really rude. Um, I'm going to ask that not only do you apologize to our guest tonight, um, I would also like you to apologize to our. <laughs> I swear to God, if you're planning on doing thousands, a I w- people might say legions of followers for being such a liar, liar, pants on fire. That's um, this rude. evening. Guys, you are in for a treat. Such a treat. Uh, my real close friend is visiting from the Midwest. I'd like to introduce you to my friend Liz. Hi, I'm, guys. My name is Liz Bootley, I'm, and I would like to thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know what a podcast was before this evening, and to be quite truthful, I still don't. Hello, Michael. Do you want me to leave, or is this going to be a one-woman Mike, show? I First of all, two things. First of all, first of all, two things. Why are you being so rude? And God damn it, don't you want me to stick around this evening? What's that? You have to go. I don't Hey guys, it's just you and me now. Um Mike has to leave the podcast. It's now on my show. Welcome to You don't even know what we're watching. I don't. How can you even how could you run this show? You don't know we're... you don't know anything that's going on. You know what? We got new management. We're going to change everything around here. That's right. I'm gonna, we're scrapping it. I'm going to take this ship and turn it right around. What, what are some of your notes? How are we going to improve? Uh, first of all, there are not enough manatees in this conversation. I think we need 110% more about? manatees. Morgan is recording right after work and is obviously too tired to function. Uh, when does the karaoke portion kick in? Today we're going to be watching a television program called Moonlight. No, not that Moonlight. Not Academy Award winning film Moonlight, but... Very canceled TV show, Moonlight. Uh, Morgan, what do you know about the show? Is this the one with aliens or the ones with vampires? Uh, it's the one with vampires. Okay, I'll I know give you that, that much. They're vampires. Uh, now, there are many schools of thought on vampi- vampires. Vampires These are people who live in vans. And are one. they the ones that uh, that referee baseball games? Okay, I thought you were gonna go ask if they were gonna be down by a river. So I'm gonna give you five Morgan points this evening. Please write that down at home. Um, yeah, I just know it, this is gonna be a vampire show. It's probably gonna be 45 minutes long. Um, we're gonna be up late. We're gonna be up. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's all I know. M- Mike. Yes. <laughs> I mean. Since we're in the neighborhood, what can you tell me about this show? Uh, so far, pretty much nothing. Uh, I know that it's about vampires. That it it's a huge cult hit. People uh, have put, like made petitions and and stuff because they liked it so much that they were sad that it went off the air. It's also one of the many casualties. Petition him. I hardly <laughs> know him. Gonna cut that. <laughs> Jeremy, keep that in. Continue. I cut Jeremy from the podcast. <laughs> Continue with your description. Hey, you're doing a good I job. I do the mixing. Me. You're doing a real I'm good I'm in charge job. of it all. It's just you and me right now. You're doing a real good job. Continue. So, it well, it debuted in 2007, and it was one of the many casualties of, of the writer's strike. 
uh, went on hiatus before the strike and uh, never came back. So uh, it has it has a pretty big cult following, although critically it was much maligned. I don't know exactly what it's about, but what I've gathered is that it's a vampire show that also incorporates lawyers or maybe a detective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and if it's a detective vampire, I have a little bit of an issue because there's already a show called Angel, which is about a vampire detective. Now, Michael, do you know much about this program you call Angel? I've seen it. I've seen it at least once and probably three or four times, if I'm being honest. Okay. All right. And this is part of what universe? Mm, that would be the Buffyverse. Or even the extended Whedonverse. Okay. All right. Continue. Um, Can you tell me who who may be in this program? Is that anybody? Uh, So far, I haven't seen anybody. The main cast is Alex O'Laughlin portraying Mick St. John, a private investigator. All right. Let's not give away the whole cow. Okay. Well, he's a private investigator. We know that much. Uh, Sophia Miles as Beth Turner. Jason Doring as Joseph Coaston. And, oh, and Shannon Sossaman as Coraline Duvall. What? So we, there's a name that we know. Miss Shanny Sauce. That's what I call her. I call her a Knight's Tale. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that you call her a movie that she's in? Uh-huh. I think I get it. So this this was on the CW, CW as they call it, and it looks like it was co-created by one Mr. David Greenwalt. Do you know who Mr. David Greenwalt is? He's on NPR. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> well, he might be, but I don't think so. Uh, uh, David Greenwald co-created the television program Angel. Oh, wow. <laughs> so there is there is certainly some shenanigans going on here. David was just like, hey. <laughs> I got an idea. What about? <laughs> this, Listen, is giving, me out. this is giving me a weekly paycheck. Maybe I could get more. And this is in 2007. So that would have been Angel would have been off the air for one one full season. <gasps> so he had an itch. Maybe this will be. The spiritual ancestor to Angel. I'm going to say no on that. Um, do you think maybe Mr. Greenwald is an angel? Or is not an angel? He is an angel. Well, I don't think so. I know it. It says it right here on He's Wikipedia. He's a vampire, and he needed, like, beforehand. It's like, write what you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. It was kind of like therapy when he was doing Angel, and then that got taken away from him. And then he murdered scores of people in cold blood and then he was his therapist was like hey you know when you were not doing that was when you were working on that one vampire show and then he was like i got an idea um make that canon yeah oh it says all that it's like you were reading it right from the The wiki page yeah how many uh bleached streaks do we expect from our dude in 2007 you think Maybe he's still hanging on? I don't think so. What are we thinking then? Are I we think thinking? this is going to be real moody. I think this is going to be trying to be dark and serious and not succeeding in, in being dark or serious. Because it's just going to be a lot of generic white faces. I'm assuming yes. Pretty faces, I'm but generic yes. white faces because it's the seat. See, <sighs> Yeah, critics really hated this. It has a 38 out of 100 on Metacritic. Um, so they didn't like it so much. It also says groan-inducing, woeful, subpar. These are things that the Boston Globe said about it. Because um, I know my fans are going to be concerned about me. I do have a bottle of wine chilling. Chilling? Is it chilling like a villain? <laughs> what do we, what do, we do next, Michael? Okay. 
Uh, let's speed this up. We next do initial thoughts, hopes, and predictions. So yeah, let's get into what we actually think this show might be. It's about a vampire detective. What could that mean? Will it need? Will he need to follow the rules of vampires? Will this be? I'm no probably sunlight? gonna. Um, uh, if he's not gonna be totally ripping off of Angel, mm-hmm. I'm hoping he's gonna be more of the uh, uh, Blade type, right? Blade <laughs> was out in the sunshine. Yes, Blade okay. is the daywalker. All right, so I'm expecting Wesley Snipes in this for sure. Um, I'm that thinking, would probably make it better. I'm thinking he's definitely, and I will be very upset Handsome. with you. No, I, there again, we established generic white. It's just right. going to be white people, right, like course. no discernible features. But I am hoping a very sassy secretary, <laughs> and I will be very upset if I don't get that. Okay, so he's going um, to be, be like Angel, where he has his own detective agency. He, no, I think. Or does he well, work with the cops? I think he's probably going to work with the cops. I think he's going to be a vampire for hire. Uh, I mean, I can't think anything beyond just like the usual stuff. Maybe you know, a case a week. I don't think the overarching story is probably going to be. Oop! I hit the microphone. <laughs> Sounded like music. <laughs> um, I'm thinking he's probably the the overarching story is going to be probably something to the effect of him being moody and misunderstood and wanting to be distant. To protect himself and right. protect others from him. Um, also what is, hoping for... What does he bring to the table as a detective? Low turnover Strength? for the department. Does he, does he have to feed? It, will any of this be addressed in the first episode? Uh, I think we can just wrap it up here. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate, subscribe, <laughs> it's and review. It's not over. We haven't even watched um, the show yet. I would highly recommend that you follow us on the Facebook page. Uh, if you go that. onto the Instagram, we do have some kooky pics posted. Um, I None of this is real. I think, I don't know, what are your initial thoughts? Honestly, I really Hold don't. Hold on, I, what do we think the score is going to be? Or the soundtrack? Are we going to have like Moody, some, it's going to be like violin. It's uh, going to be like... I don't know. I'm thinking because it's CW, we're going to have some low-grade indie rock I don't. I don't think. Well, I don't know. I don't think of it as being like a hip show. It seems more like a serious crime drama to me. Do we think we're moonlight? Gonna... It's in the moonlight, and there's vampires, and we're trying to solve the mystery of the broken boat. Um. Okay, I think that'll do it. Did we do everything? No, I didn't prepare for this episode, but we're gonna watch it anyway. And we're going to tell you if it's awesome or not. Michael, we forgot to ask Liz Bootley what she's going to think about this. She left. Liz! Liz! All right, let's watch this thing. (laughs) Be right back. I want to help people. That's why I became a PI. We've met before. You look very familiar. Maybe I've just got one of those faces. Tonight, a killer is on the loose. If I can help others... You saved me. And my makeup for what I am. Whatever you've heard about vampires, you don't know the whole story. And we are back. <sighs> well, that was something. Hey, Michael, did you hear me? I heard you. I heard you groan. I said, <sighs> I heard you groan, and I felt it. I felt it in my soul. So this was a, this was a TV show, yes? Right now, our listeners can hear my ocular muscles contracting as they are engaging themselves in the most epic eye roll. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to escape your head. This is awful. This show is not is not so good. Let's let's dive into it. What is this show about? 
Well, as previously established, established, stab, stab. Oh, <laughs> getting in on the pun. All right, guys. Um, There's some stabbing in this show. If you're playing along at home on our uh, Moonlight Bingo, you may go ahead and take a moment and put your bladder on stab. Stab. We got that one. Okay. Uh, cool. That's clean. Good. Um. So, oh, crap. I didn't write down his name. His name. His name is Mick Saint John. Okay, so I need but. To- Interesting fact, his name originally in the script was Mike Angel. Mike Angel. They didn't even try to pretend like this was a ripoff of Angel. No, they did. They did with Mick St. John. I actually wrote down Playboy Channel because I'm pretty sure that Greenwald was looking to expand his options and make a porn parody or at least a softcore parody of Angel. Or at least hire actors that and I'm were not, from a And I'm not, this is not a parody. bit. This is not a bit. This script reads like it should be softcore. Just right off the bat. Am I wrong? I don't, it's, mm. I don't, I don't agree, but I, I think that the writing is bad, but it's trying to be, it's trying to be cool. It's trying to be good. It's trying to be like, like Buffy. It's trying to be adult movies. I don't know. I think it's, it's trying hard and it's swinging for the fences and missing it just about okay. every single Line. So we open up on our uh, titular Moonlight. <laughs> yep, Mr. Moonlight being our inexplicably moon- interviewed. Our vampire. His name is Mick St. John, as we have just established. And actually, my second note is Ryan Gw- Gosling, question mark, John Stewart, question mark. Um, he is sitting in a, uh interrogation room type setup. We have terrible ADR coming from the person who's asking him questions. We are changing the access crazy on this opening uh, sequence. And he's answering really ridiculous questions about basically what he's doing is he's setting the world, their world of what vampires are. Morgan, can I ask you a question? Yes, Michael. What's it like being a vampire? Yeah, this is the shit I'm talking about. It was awful. Um, my favorite line by far is he buttons it with like, and garlic is good on pizza. Well, everything's a clever line. Shut up, Mick! Everything he says is snarky and sarcastic and trying to be cool and hip. And it it sucks. It's not good. Hey, Michael. Our listeners at home might be asking, does he break the fourth wall within the first three minutes of the show? What is your answer? I would say yes. Yes, he does. Does. He does. Yes, he does. Okay, so we established that he's a vampire in the our cold open. Uh-huh, and we get the rules. The rules. They give us the rules, okay. which is basically uh, he has to drink blood to stay alive. Um, sunlight, he says, sun isn't so good. It isn't so good. Uh, Oh, and by the way, my first note on here is Mr. Cool. This guy thinks he's so fucking cool. Everything he says he thinks is a crack up. And everything he does, he expects everybody to fawn all over him. And I'm not even necessarily talking about the character. This just seems to be coming directly from the actor, who is quite awful. Brian Rosling. This guy sucks. He, 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 I think, single-handedly ruins the show. I think that even if, even if everything else was good, his performance is so unlikable. Maybe it's the character, but I genuinely think it's him. He's not selling a single thing. I think that he shares that burden with a lot of these people. I mean, m- most of this cast 
is very bad, but I think he's the worst. And he's he has to carry the show. Okay, so Brian Rosling is a vampire. <laughs> um, we're going over it a lot because it's basically all there is to this show. We're going to do a lot of filler, so prepare yourself for these empty calories. Um, we go from this cold open where he establishes the rules of vampires. We go into the credit sequence, which Wait, was... you didn't even get to... You told me to write down this line because oh, crap, you sorry. needed to have it. Okay. You had to have it in the podcast. Jeremy, cut that out! Continue. When you live forever, the past always catches up with you. Just kidding, it is. Like Michael predicted, a very moody score. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's very, <laughs> it's a very moody score. Jeremy, cut out that dead <laughs> air, We're going to be cutting out most of the podcast. It's all <clears throat> in the editing room floor. Um. Okay. So that's that was a great line that somebody was paid to write. Go to the. Um. I've already forgotten what the credit sequence is. And it's we don't nothing. Need to the credit sequence is the moon, but okay. it's it's later. Actually, we haven't got to it yet. Uh, and then, so we cut to, he's inside of his predictably really cool, expensive apartment. He, he doesn't live it, or he doesn't sleep rather in a, a coffin. It's like a really high tech wine cooler. Yeah, he's, he's in the, the, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> he's in the tank where Han Solo gets frozen, right? I forget what that's called. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. People are so angry right now. We're not they Star Wars big. We're not big on Star Wars, okay? Oh, I'm sorry, crap. people. Now that's going to We just lost me. all of our listeners. They're screaming at their stereos. Whatever. It's their boom boxes. Every, <laughs> okay, the, the whatever. It doesn't matter. Blasting it. <clears throat> doesn't matter. Okay, so he he's in that. He It's like clearly the middle of the night. Um, he's been sleeping all day, as vampires are want to do. Um, he gets online to a, um, what seems like a, the most trusted publication called Buzzwire. Mm. Okay, no, hold Where on. Where do you think that's coming from? Hold on. They want to laugh. Give them that. Mm. That was Buzzwire. Um, we have a live video link with um, somebody who I wrote down, Erica Christensen, question mark. Oh, the, the main lead? Or the, the main girl? lead, yeah. So our journalist. And he alludes to the fact that She's uh well she's reporting on a murder that has just been discovered, um and he alludes to the fact that there two women would change his life that night one being alive and one being dead so we now have established our love interest Erica Christensen he f- goes from his really posh downtown L A warehouse district uh, loft to the murder scene in West Hollywood where a young woman has been found with two bite marks in her neck. But not really so much bite marks. Oh my Jesus, they're like six inches apart. Huge gashes. Nobody would think these are bite marks. Grimace had to have been the culprit in this situation. Okay, give a second for those Grimace heads. (laughs) They're high-fiving right now. First we we alienate the Star Wars fans, now we're upsetting the Grimace heads. (laughs) We're just making enemies left and right today. So she's there, she's reporting. Our uh, vampire, Mr. Brian Rossling, gets down there, and um, he's watching her from afar. He, she, She's taking pictures with her phone of the dead oh body. My, so this was one of my first notes is, is this the first time we're getting iPhone in popular media? You think? In 2007? 
Well, the first iPhone seven, the first iPhone is 2007. Oh, wow. It's January yeah. 2007. Well, yeah. So this is pretty early. Um, early and by adopters. the way, nerds, you know what? Hold on. I need a second with my nerds. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for like a timeline of uh, like every iteration being seen in different forms of media. Mm-hmm. Not a thing exists. Well, not even on the generation. Nerds, you heard wiki. her. Get out there. Get make out there. This, I want make this information available. Phone shows up. We in need it. Popular culture. I'm talking music videos. Well, I'm talking I mean, TV shows. I'm talking film. I'm talking. I would say just most things. It's ubiquitous to the the world. Yeah. So I don't know if we need a, a, a spreadsheet of every time an iPhone appears. Maybe like in the early days. Yeah. No. I think the I think the first time the first iPhone the first. The first, the first iPhone shows up in some sort of piece of popular pizza. culture. If it shows up in your pizza, I think you're getting a free slice. I think you're getting a free iPhone. <laughs> well, I don't know how, how <laughs> well, much it's it going to yeah, fare after being in a... I don't know if it'll work too good. Word, wood burning. I'm having Any way today. back to this. We need to, to get back to this. this. Okay. So she's taking pictures of this dead body. Seems inappropriate. Very up close. Like, I don't know why there isn't a CSI but she's situation like, going on here. She's like buddies with, with the cop, with Carl. Cop I Carl. I don't know if they're... Uh, cop Carl, I don't think Well, they're not buddies. buddies. Yeah. She, he doesn't like her, but she, they obviously have a, a rapport of her being like, oh, that, that qu- hey, quirky woo, woo. reporter. Get me that dead body. Gotta get my pictures. Um, she's taking pictures in West Hollywood at two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. This fountain where the dead body is, which has been, she's like trying to say that this is a vampire situation. Well, she's going over, she's going over headlines. She wants to know what's going to sell papers. She's given us a couple of options. And then she says, you know what? Something with vampires in it. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm not sure why you would think that that would be a good idea to publish as a news article. Hey, She's just trying to give the good people, the good readers of Bus Buzzwire. Yeah, I mean, this is what they've been craving for a very long craving time. Craving like blood, like a vampire craves blood. Hey, everybody! I'm really sorry about him. We're gonna edit all of these out. <laughs> Jeremy, is there an episode left after we've edited everything? Jeremy, out? can you please cut all of this out? Anyway, <laughs> Jeremy, you're a rascal. <gasps> Okay, so I'm no. Jeremy. I'm the editor. <laughs> Back to this. So she's taking pictures. Okay, so we get to we're at her office at Buzzwire, right? Where the wait, we got he 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 disappears. Oh, he comes He's up behind to her. her. He's a very sneaky van vampire, as vampires are wont to do. That's the second appearance <laughs> want tonight. Um. It's going to appear a lie. It's just a good phrase. It's going to do a good turn. As vampires are wont to do, she is uh, standing in an unlit area, and he appears out of nowhere. Dun, dun, dun. Um, And then they have a little exchange. There's some witty banter that's not so witty. Oh, it's terrible. Um, But we end with her saying a very peculiar thing. What does she say to him? Honestly, I don't know. I didn't write it down. Oh, she says, you look familiar. Oh, that's right. Have we met before? And then he straight up disappears. He disappears. Into the night. Now we get our credits. It's just the moon, and it says moonlight. Oh, I thought credits were earlier. Nope, this is a credit sequence, and that's all we get. It's okay. the worst. I wish there was a cool credit sequence. At least that would be something. All right. I'm going so on credit sequences. It's It really makes or breaks the show. So now we're Now we're in... 
Buzzwire. Okay, cool. Um, her editor-in-chief, I'm guessing, likes the vampire angle, blah, blah, blah. Not yeah, a whole lot. She's happens. like, she's super into it. She's like, vampires? Absolutely. Publish this immediately. And then she says, contact the scientist to back up these claims. I don't know what you're not getting here. <laughs> what would the scientist say? Michael, 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 we live in an era of fake news. And then that's it. Ellipses. Okay, then from there we go to, oh, is this Joseph? Now we get to Joseph. Okay, who I wrote down as Harry Anderson. <laughs> He's actually Logan Eccles from Veronica Mars. And he was a welcome sight to me because I think that he's the only likable person in this whole show. And he's the bad. He's like the bad guy. Hold on. The train has something to say. Yeah. The train is being obnoxious. Excuse me. Hey, Mr. Train. All right. So uh, we learned that Harry Anderson is a vampire <laughs> and is very old and he lives in a very posh uh, Hollywood Hills home. And he wears suspenders, and I called him Mr. Business Vampire. And there is a topless person in the pool area. Am I popping my peas? Popping the peas. Penis. Where did you go to broadcasting school? Penis. Okay, so uh, so we learned that Harry Anderson is a vampire, and he looks very young. Um, and he has a lot of money, and we learned that our detective uh, adult entertainment vampire who we have named Brian Rosling. His, um, his name is Mick. Okay, no, Brian Rosling. He is getting his money from Joseph? He I guess. His money. Okay, Joseph so, is super rich, and they're buds, even though Joseph is a little bit... Uh, we don't know what Joseph does no. with a Z. Joe's Joseph. Um, but he's but, kind of like, he's kind of like the bad boy vampire. He's like, he's like, Hey, Mick, uh, it's it's cool that you like to do detective stuff and all that, but, like, I think that being a vampire is more about being cool and drinking blood. I think he's, like, the head vampire. Yeah. Well, okay. So, we learned that Mick might get might be getting paid through Joseph to kind of, anytime some sort of murder pops up that might be linked to vampires. Okay, he's um, got to cover it up. Mick's got to go and cover it up for PR. Six. Yeah, to keep keep vampires under the radar. Uh, so that's what we learn here. And Brian Rosling is like, I'm on it. This is, again, what I wrote, originally written for Playboy Channel. Um, and this is, the, I think that's the first time we see the glowing eyes, which is pretty much the only thing that uh, distinguishes vampires and then their, their teeth. Oh, and yeah, the teeth and the, they saved a lot of money versus Angel. <laughs> on, and- on any kind of... Vampire effects. Yeah, they have a little bit of a teeth grow, which looks like a visual effects kind of deal. And then their eyes glow. It's not anything to write home about. So we go from there, and is this going towards the funeral? No. Where do we I had to write, I literally had to write down every single thing that happened in the show because I forgot it immediately. If it's not written down on this piece of paper, I cannot remember okay, it. Okay, so what happens? Next, next time, next time, next time on Moonlight. Um, the next is we meet Guillermo. Mr. Guillermo oh, works in the morgue. So this this was like a point that actually made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, that's good. So Guillermo is his blood supply, supplier who works uh, in the coroner's office and also can help him look at the, freeze, the freshly uh, deceased vampire Bugs. expired bodies. Right. Or, quote, vampire expired bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not... 
super original, but it is it is a, 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 one of the better it's ideas in the script. Actually, a device. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> really, this show needs anything. It doesn't want to do anything. Like it just it just is so lazy. Anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, we we meet Guillermo. He's pretty cool. We he's cool, and he's only in that one scene. I was hope, I was like, all right, Guillermo. Here's a little yeah, character no, I can get on board with. He was somebody who he's like he's like uh, taking care of a dead body and drinking blood out of a beaker. He's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so we we get he gets his blood. Also, we get to see the body, and we, that's when we get a real good close up of this goddamn bite mark. Which, like, I'm not Huge. joking. I really want people to go look up the show and see that the the gap is like at least five inches this is not a bite of any kind it's ridiculous no. why would they even think That's, this was a vampire it's dumb doesn't it's make really any sense. stupid um but this is where i wrote down did this suddenly just become a medical drama these dudes i mean i guess it makes sense for the morgue worker to know some some medical jargon but they they just start spouting off all these like technical terms besides sanguination no they were talking about all kinds of stuff i didn't write it down mm. so i don't remember but it was kind of like you know Doctor, we need a 50 cc's of cortisone stat. All I remember was uh, carotid <laughs> artery and sanguination. Listen, I don't know anything about medical junk. So well, it sounded smart to me, and I don't like it. It made me feel inferior. Cut it from the script. Next um, scene. Next scene. Let's get through this shit. Okay, is this the funeral finally? Next thing that I have written down is... He drives a black convertible. Hmm, oh, who else drives yes. a black convertible? That's right, Angel does. Okay. Oh, and where else does where where does he drive this black convertible? In Los Angeles. Who okay. else lives in Los Angeles? Angel. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Oh, this is where we have no, this is where we have his backstory. Mm-hmm. Sad backstory with a little girl. Yeah. We get a we get a sepia we get a sepia flashback. Okay, and this is what I where I wrote down. He actually looked over his shoulder. So you know how like you in like melodramas or even if you're just kind of screwing around with your friend and you're thinking on a memory, you just kind of look over someone's shoulder into the middle distance. This motherfucker did that in a television show. <laughs> he looked over the camera's shoulder. He did an OTS. I'm very upset about it. Um, also, okay, so we get the backstory. He is a private investigator, which we kind of already learned. We got that. Um, it's the late 80s. I don't know. No, I, the late 80s? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's the late 80s. Don't, uh, don't it, you know what, don't mansplain to me. No, well, life. it makes sense, it makes sense because of information we learn later, but the flashback, I was thinking it was more like the the teens. I think they had a title card, uh, or TOS on I screen. I wasn't paying that much okay, attention. Okay, fine, it's fine, it's fine. So, some woman approaches him and says, Some woman? <laughs> My baby. Is she in the first scene? Oh, maybe not. I don't think she's... No, she's not in the first scene. Okay, we'll some save woman, that. Some woman shows up with a picture of her child and says, my baby. And then I wrote down, smell the fart, because that's what he did. He did some smell the fart acting. That's uh, from Friends. Oh, a good TV show. Good job. Got it. Uh, now this it. is the, the trivia segment. Uh, so we learn... Okay, so it's 20 years prior, he takes on a case of trying to find down... Trying to find down. Trying to track down a little girl. 
Um, now do we get to the funeral? No, we're still oh, not at the funeral. Jesus I don't know why you didn't write any of this down. It's so boring. All of these scenes are so generic and nothing happens. The next then, scene. Okay, what happens? Okay, the next scene we have the sneaky reporter sneaking around. <gasps> Into the. Getting, sneaker, yeah. getting her sneak on. So she. She finds some sneakers. Okay, she finds her sne- the sneakers of the dead girl in her room. Yeah, she's in the dead girl's room um, doing some investigations. Which I hate, I hate this because I'm like, who's actually doing this? Nobody. It's super illegal and yeah. super and irresponsible. She's, she's a reporter for Buzzwire. Buzzwire. Her fans. She would go to jail. No. She would go to jail for breaking and entering, and her career would be over because nobody trusts a sneaky sneaker. Okay, so she breaks into the house. He um, shows up. He shows up. The dude, up. Mr. Oh, Mick. Prior to this, um, she and Alias. Uh, I wouldn't even talk about, uh, what's his name, Kevin Wiseman? Yeah, Alias is in this. For like um, two minutes. It's fine. Alias is in this, and he is her camera cameraman um before the flashback they're sneaking around the hearst college campus which is the the uh is where our dead victim matriculated um and they're sneaking around her car her car is left there um and they find that she has a vampiric symbol of some sort on her keychain that's in the car sure yeah i don't know exactly okay i don't remember smash cut two we're now in the room of this person oh that's right and she finds she runs into the hour well and be, yeah into the, the necklace and then she holds the mix hand what happens she picks up his hand and he's got a ring on with the same symbol on it right because it's some vampire nonsense but she doesn't ever pick up on that he's a vampire she's really fucking dumb she's dumb Okay. She's a reporter. She's sneaking around. She's trying to get information. Erica Christensen. Look right in front hey, of Hey, Erica Christensen, right at me. It's not, by the way, it is not Erica Christensen. Why are you so dumb? She is much more talented. It's Erica Christensen or Monica Kina. I can't tell. I actually thought she looked a little bit like Elizabeth Rome, who, if you don't know, is in the first season of, you guessed it, Angel. I don't know. Nobody knows who that is. Yeah. And she even goes undercover, and her name is Kate, which is Elizabeth Rome's name in Angel. Just saying, there's a lot of Angel crossover in this show. Seems a little bit Green Walt was trying to tap into Playboy. This was an Angel softcore okay. parody. He shows up. She smashes him over the head with something. I don't remember what. It's a vase. It's a vase. And he, he gives her a little one-liner and he, he just looks at her and says, Ow. And that's, supposed, that's our act break and it's supposed to be a chuckle fest. What's next? Blood cult I have written down. Okay. This is finally what everybody's been waiting for. The funeral. Thank Jesus. Okay, so we're watching the funeral from afar and we see that a group of people who just walked out of Hot Topic are... Like it's ridiculous. Um, Like they just said, what's the most generic goth look that you can do? And all of them just copied it. At some point, somebody says something about a vampire, and he retorts with, I guess they're back in style, ellipses. Ha, ha, ha. And I looked, and uh, Twilight would, the first movie would follow the pop. Well, the original title of this show was? Twilight? Twilight. Jesus Christ. Okay. Not a lot of Um, original ideas floating around this show. Okay, cool. So then we are introduced from afar uh, to one of our dead victims' professors, He's a social anthropology professor who specializes in ancient mythology. 
you know, your parents would be thrilled if they were paying for those credits. And I wrote down Tommy Wiseau. It's very useful. He doesn't look like Tommy <laughs> Wiseau. He does not. He sounds like Tommy Wiseau. Okay. And by that, I mean he sounds Eastern European, which makes sense. Um, we get the creepy vibe from him. He kind of looks like Nathan Fielder for Nathan for You. Sure. But he's like... <laughs> Kind of, well, I, I already forgot what he looked like. Doesn't he have a shaved head or like a closely cut? It's cl- yeah, it reminds me. Of, like now, I'm just picturing Nathan Fielder. Yeah, it's Nathan Fielder. I was surprised to see him in this show, but there he was. Hey, Nathan, with I know you're Eastern European accent. <laughs> you're. Right. I know you're listening, Nathan. You're a rabid listener. You cannot get enough of us. I haven't uh, watched right your in. show. I apologize. Right in. Uh, you know my good buddy, uh, the Wolf, Mr. Brian Wolf. Is this going to stay in the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Jeremy, stay, stay in. What, what, what is he going to, he's not, it doesn't matter. Okay, fine. So we get, we look, we get introduced to the creepy professor who does all that stuff. We get the vampire vibe from him and then the gothy culty vibe from his followers. We get one girl there who is very upset with this situation. And freaks the fuck out and just jumps at him stabs him in the neck no she cuts his face no she cuts his neck oh yeah good yeah she goes right for the juggler want to take that again the juggler okay my favorite batman villain um so uh after that could be pretty menacing if you're juggling chainsaws something happens with uh, do we go to the the restaurant at this point um i have he gets a whiff of fresh blood in the air that's one of his powers. Mm-hmm. Well, his, I mean, he's a he's a vampire. Sorry about the page turning. Got Down more notes. I gotta I gotta contact my notes. Yeah, I think. Oh yes, this is when we go to. Uh, this is when we go to the diner. Okay, this is the diner, and I wrote down, A D R G. I didn't notice it being egregious in this scene, but oh, I, it's bad. I I trust you. It's bad. This, the, she this this uh, one day character actor is terrible her her line reads are are pretty awful jessica i'm so sorry <laughs> hey maybe she's improved I, I i give her a second chance but in this bad it's real bad i don't know if her name is jessica she it is i looked it up it's jessica she she's just nobody a, knows who that is she disappeared shortly after the filming of this oh my <laughs> jesus christ you're gonna put us on a That's list. That's why okay. they got canceled because they were real vampires. So we learn. So our so Erica Christensen is at the diner where this girl who freaked out on the on Tommy Wiseau professor works exposition um, dump, and she's talking about how uh, the professor is creepy. He sleeps with the students. He claims to be a vampire. We learn that this waitress um, introduced her dead victim to the group. And that she was jealous because the Tommy was a professor liked the dead victim more than he liked the the waitress. And then I wrote down, remember to pitch Angry Waitress the musical instead of Sarah Bareilles. Avril? Question mark. Um, I'm I think into it. A very I would watch that way way before I watch this. Um, so that's what we learn. We go from there to the professor's house where he is having a, f- a fight with his wife this is where we get more narration telling us about his powers and he says that he can smell the past mm, smell that past gross and he can also he can see a divorce no he can hear a divorce from a mile away something like that 
but he's got heightened senses is the idea he can hear and smell and maybe take oh yeah he can taste the blood in the air uh, we didn't get to uh all five sentence sentences no sentences my next sentence is about how the professor leaves this argument with his wife and Mick uh, walks up to the house and is like, hey, ho, hey, I'm looking for the professor, even though like, he knows the professor is gone. And oh, the, he's being sneaky as well. And the wife Maybe is Maybe the show her. could have been called Sneakers. Vampire Sneakers. Jeremy cut that out. Thanks, bud. Uh, Vampire Sneakers. You can't cut out all of them. <laughs> and then, uh, so he's like pretending like he doesn't have the professor left. And then the wife, who for some reason is in her negligee, uh, let's him this strange lets man dude in. into her home. Maybe he's, he's very using open. His, uh, his vampire powers, although I think he says he doesn't have that. Um, this is why when I wrote down, don't trust drunk wife, which I think is a good, a valuable lesson for sure. everyone. Um, she talks about how her husband has private meetings with his students in the boiler room. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a va- any that he's a vampire. Oh, and that he's a vampire. And I, he's the only vampire she knows of. Do you know any vampires, Mick? And then he kind of uh, loosens his collar. <laughs> he definitely has a uh, Rodney Dangerfield moment. We go from that to home. To the class. We go classes uh, in class. session. So Erica and Christensen. The, pro- the professor in action talking about vampire nonsense. This is not a class that anyone would take in college. And if you did, you should get your money back. Um, so Erica Christensen is in the back of the classroom and she's inconspicuously wearing <laughs> the school gear. Like she's got the school hat on. I believe she's got like, it's ridiculous. the school shirt on. It's really, it's, hey, it's stupid. She's being, she's being undercover. Like if it was an episode of Lizzie McGuire where she went undercover. And this professor is talking about tantric sex. This dude is um, all about blood, and he's all about sex. This is when I wrote down creepy professor. But mostly he's talking about blood. He's talking about drinking blood and like, hey, we've all drank blood. Remember when you were in your your womb? Your room. Remember when you were in your room drinking blood? And also when you were in the womb drinking blood? That's We're all vampires, especially me. I'm definitely a vampire. Um. So the class ends, and then she approaches him, and she's like, Fawning over him. Oh my god, I read your book. It's so good. And then she asked to audit the class, and I wrote down, You just audited with two exclamation points. Good thing that he says yes. She already did. How did she get into that class? Um, so we know how good she is at sneaking. I don't know why I have to keep bringing it up. Uh, he invites her to one of his private sessions Mm -hmm. that he has for all his special lady students. So we go from there, and we go back to Mick's house, right? And Joseph is there. Uh, first, we get a brooding rooftop scene. Alla, wait for it, Angel. He's even wearing a duster. Next scene. Oh, this is when he goes to interview. This is when Mick goes to interview the teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he straight up just walks into his office and opens up a big old glass case and starts taking stuff out of it. This case that is clearly like a display case. You wouldn't just open it up and start touching stuff. Seems inappropriate. Seems, frankly, rude. Also rude, he's wearing his sunglasses through this entire Well, he season. always wears his sunglasses during the day. It's the sequel to Sunglasses at Night. Um, But was he at the funeral wearing sunglasses? He was. Anytime he's outside, he's wearing sunglasses. And uh. he's also putting his hand, up, shielding the sun from his eyes, putting his hand to his forehead. Because you know why? Because sunlight, it's not good. Because he's a vampire. 
So it doesn't kill him, but he doesn't like it. So he touches his special stuff in this case. <laughs> he touches wait, 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 wait. He touches all of his special stuff. You gotta clarify his and special stuff. Okay. Mick touches, he opens up that case. Again, Playboy Channel. I don't know how many times I have to say this. <laughs> and he starts, there's a bunch of old artifacts in there that he starts going through. Um, I don't remember where that goes, but I did think it was kind of uh, rude. So he, uh, Mick alludes to the professor that he might be under suspicion of killing the victim. I can't remember exactly what yeah, he says. He's the, he's the, obviously the suspect. Yeah. Like, he was hanging out with her and doing nefarious stuff. Oh, and yeah, he says something to the effect of, like, sleeping with his yeah, students. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I like to sleep with my students. I'm so cool. Um, Finally, are we at Mick's apartment when Harry Anderson shows up? I don't know, but I'm going to say yes because I want to get through okay, this Okay, we got to get through this. Okay, so Harry Anderson shows up just to make sure that his, I guess his, his money. It's fine. His money is doing what it's supposed to be doing because he shows up and he's like hey did you solve that case because it's definitely a vampire and mick is like i don't know if it's a vampire why is this scene happening it doesn't need to and this is what i wrote it's the only character that's even remotely interesting on the show and he's the only he's the only actor that understands how to deliver these quote-unquote clever lines and he's doing it all right for for the how bad the script is and this is when i wrote nope Ryan Gosling and James Spader. Mm. Yeah, I would say James Spader more. Maybe not the way he looks, but in his acting style, definitely. Um. So now, um, now we get to the "Oh, it's you" scene um, from every horror film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a young woman in distress, and she's scared. And then she sees a man wearing a creepy mask. Well, maybe a man, but it is a man wearing a creepy mask. And she says, "Oh, it's you." And then we proceed to literally play out the scene from Scream where Tatum gets killed. I just remembered we should have talked about a character that's going to be very important later on. <laughs> we haven't Whoops. talked about. I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, we should have mentioned at the top uh, when we're at the funeral scene, not the tip top. I thought it was going to be the top, but apparently it occurs like 45 it's, it's minutes in. midway through this episode. Um, we get when our waitress freaks out, when angry waitress freaks out. There is another gentleman there who's like trying to calm her down. It's like clearly like Oh right. I'm just the I'm just the Seth I'm, Green I'm, character. I'm like the He's cool the TA. Guy. He's the TA. That's what he is. Oh yeah, he's the TA to the professor. Yeah, not figuratively, he is the <laughs> he is the TA. I was like who's He's the TSA. What is this cool lingo that you're introducing to my Yeah, vernacular? so he's the professor's TA. Um he did it. He's the killer. Uh it's pretty obvious right from the get go. Yeah. Hey guys. We're not stupid. There's we also no the other. The professor is a red herring. The professor is the only su- is the only suspect in the whole thing. It, they just straight up are like, I guess he did it. I guess the professor is the murderer the whole time. And then at the end, it's the TA. Why uh, wouldn't you have at least some interesting side plots or something? Why is this so obviously not? He's not the killer. Why are we asking these questions? Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, so the waitress gets killed by the TA. We don't know it's him because we're dumb, dumb audiences. Um, then we go to uh, Mick is in his office, right? And Erica Christensen shows up. Yeah. What well, is his office or his house? It's his office house. Okay. Well, yeah. on the, oh, on the right. door it says like private investigator. Private that's right. Um, you know who else is- lives in his office? Angel. Okay. Um, I'm like, I don't even have to look for the similarities. Um, this is when 
she again, she's talking about the case. How did you know about a thing earlier? How did you know about the blood? Um, Because he's a vampire and you can smell it. Uh, And this is when she lets him know that she's going to go undercover. Again. We didn't talk about the vial. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Nobody cares about the plot of this show. If you care about the plot of this show, uh, you're not a person. Because there's no way. Hey, hey, you are a person. You are welcome (laughs) here. Because we're going to steal from other people and say that you can like whatever the hell you like. Um, yeah, you're allowed go to ahead. do that. You know what? You know what? If you like this show, more power to yeah, you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So she's she alludes to the fact that she went and audited, and that he she got invited um, to this private thing with the professor, and she's like, "I'm gonna do it." And he's like, "I really would like you not to do that because that sounds very dumb, sounds super dangerous, and super scary." And she says, "What are they gonna do? Kill me for extra credit?" Yes, that's exactly what they might do. Why would that not be a thing? Why would she think like, well, there's no way they're going to kill me on my first visit. If they were going to kill you, wouldn't because they do it on your first dumb, visit? these are dumb, dumb white people. This is a dumb, dumb She's white She's a bad people. reporter. You know what? She's a bad reporter. No, it's I'm the CW. It. The CW purports really dumb, dumb white people. I hate it. Okay. It's a terrible Now she station. goes down to the boiler room. Hold. No. Hold it. You skipped over something huge. What? Because um, she says... Again, you look so familiar. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very important part of this show, except that I didn't care about it and I never paid any attention Nobody to it. Nobody cares about it. We, we need to talk about the one person we need to talk about in this whole, the only recognizable person. The only recognizable program. person, and she's in it for four seconds. So we return to his flashback in the sepia land where he busts down this door in a, like, in the middle of the woods, like a cabin door. I'm just going to stop you because you jumped, up, you jumped the whole scene. What scene? The scene where she's with the with the cult leader. I thought this happens. I have this before the cult leader. Oh, did I just skip it? I have it at the end. It doesn't matter. You can tell it out of order. <laughs> doesn't make the show any worse. Um. Yeah, because then I, I wrote down. Yeah. Okay. It's before. I, I just skipped it. Okay. So flashback. He's in the middle of the woods. He's private investigating. He knocks down the door and we see the little girl from the photo of the distressed mom who's there. And he says, shh. I am okay. And then motherfucking a knight's tail rolls up. Miss Shannon Sossaman. She is flown Spider-Man up on the ceiling in the corner. And she floats down and we're like, oh, fuck. She's his sire. Yeah, we learned that she's his sire. But at first, they kind of tease it like it's going to happen in that moment. But it doesn't. It doesn't. We learned that Don't he's worry. already been Nothing's going to happen in this episode. I was like, okay, this is his, this is his, what is the word I'm looking for? His origin story. Right. But it's not. Not yet. Okay. So uh, she kidnapped the little girl, I guess, knowing that he would get the case um, and was saying, like, you know, this is this is the chance for us to live together forever with this little girl. We're going to have a family. Who gives a fuck? Whatever. He fights her in a vampire-like fashion, sets the cabin on fire, rescues this little girl. We learn that Erica Christensen is this little girl, and that's why she's remembering him. Is she's remembering him from her childhood when she was kidnapped by crazy A Knight's Tale. Wait, we no. learned that then? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought that was at the end. No, I thought we learned it there. Okay. This is also where he says, forever is a long time with an ex-wife like mine. So we figure out that he's that Shannon Sossman is his ex-wife. Weird. Um, I wrote <laughs> down. Sorry. 
Weird. <laughs> Wrote down, Shannon, you are so much better than this. Okay, now we're in the after-school curricula- extracurricular time. We're in, He's taking her down to the boiler room, the TA, that we already know is the killer. Yeah. Well, we do. We see that the class that Erica Christensen thinks she's going to be involved in is wrapping up. And then she's like, hey, what? Why do you want me here? Apparently, you told me a later time. He's like, no, my first-timer's... Um, he we says that he likes, class. he says he, he quote likes one-on-one time again. Yeah, this guy's gross. He's nasty. I, I wrote again. This is definitely supposed to be softcore. Um, <laughs> I would try to be sexy if it was softcore. He's like a gross pervert. Well, no, he's like having her hold out his, her hands. Yeah. There's a like whole hand placing his hands holding. over it. And then he, oh, we forgot that she's, she's wired at this, at this point. Cause she's like good. You know, she's expecting. she's a good reporter, so she's she came reporting. prepared. She's like, I'm going undercover for the cops because the cops are the ones who wire her. It does not make any sense. No. Um. Anyway, he goes to feel her up, feels the wire. He tears open her shirt and gets really uncomfortable for a second. She escapes. She goes outside of this area, the boiler room. And the TA is at waiting for her outside and stabs her full of some sort of sedative. Um, Mick shows up because he senses something's wrong. And he jumps down the stairs in slow motion. Oh, before this, she, uh, Erica Christensen asks for T.A.'s cell phone. And I wrote down, she is not American. Because I think she asked for his cell phone. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're mobile. It comes out real thick. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. They should have used another take. With all the ADR in this, you'd think they would have found another take. It's really bad. So then he goes, okay, so he... Mick kind of vampires up. Yeah, finally. I wrote, finally, there's a vampire in this show. He finally vamps up, and he's like, he confronts the teacher, and he's like, what? There's no such thing as vampires. Which is like the third time in this episode that it's been ironically said there's no such thing as vampires. Also, the name of this episode, no such thing as vampires. We get it. You're clever. You're so funny. I also wrote down, Greenwald saved money, because this is when he goes real full vampire. And we just see that it's the teeth and yeah, it's not really it's nothing bad, special. Uh, contact it's not lenses cool. like the ice blue contact lenses. It's not even contacts. It's digital eyes. But at some uh, at some point, it's got to be contacts. I mean, the the shift is digital, but I feel like those are definitely contacts. I think it's all digital. Mm, yeah. I don't think they can mad yeah, in yeah. like that. Okay, yeah, um, everybody at home listening, go ahead and watch this episode right in and tell me how don't. bright I am. Okay, cool. So he confronts the professor. He knows that he starts chasing after them in the car and yeah, running he super it, fast. Yeah, exactly. And then the he car uses super fast powers. He flies kind of into the driver's side window. Uh, they have a tussle. The well, car- there's a car accident. This is the Wait, only time. Let okay. me build. All right, mother. Okay, but I'm just sorry, so you know, there's going to be a car accident. Everybody, can you please just. I don't know. Put your get like just earmuffs yourself, your or your take out your you earbuds. Dip, you dip, I dip. Michael, I'm trying to build some tension. I'm trying for... to quote no, freak nasty. I'm trying to do something. Go and you proceed. So they have a tussle, and then there's a car accident, um, and then everybody's unconscious, and Mick fell on the ground. And it got real scary for a second. <laughs> it got really scary. Oh. And he gets stabbed. Okay, so then, well, before that, Jesus Christ, do you not know how to tell a story? So Mick goes to well, the car. I learned car- from the best. I learned from oh, Moonlight. Jesus Christ, save me. 
save me, dear Lord, what hap- let the hey, rapture hey, happen Morgan. right now. What happens next? I don't want to go through I seven swear years to God, I will not say <laughs> one Jesus, more word now. for the rest of this whole goddamn podcast. There is a car accident. Mick goes to chase after them. T.A. gets out of his vehicular transport, walks around the car to go get out Erica Christensen, who's unconscious at this point. He has a screwdriver, and at this moment, and not a flathead, right? He has a Phillips. I'm not supposed to talk. Okay, he has a Phillips head screwdriver, and that's when you're like, oh, fuck. That's what's making the goddamn vampire marks. So he goes to pick up unconscious uh, Erica Christensen, and Mick runs up, and he's like, don't you fucking dare. (laughs) It's surprising from a CW drama that he says that, but he sure does. And then then he super kills that guy. Oh, you're right. You know what? The Shannon Sossaman scene comes back later. Yeah. I I was like, that does not happen at the in the middle of the last scene. Okay, it doesn't matter. So uh TA's talking about ruining building and spoilers and stuff. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh so the TA stabs Mick and I wrote down sword sound effect because it sounds like he unsheaths <laughs> a sword. Um yeah, and then we get the tussle with Shannon Sossaman and we learn Wait, that the- you didn't even he kills that guy. Oh, yeah. He super murders him. He he throws him. He, like, punches him so hard that it, like, breaks his ribs. And then he throws him into a light pole. And I was like, definitely that dude is awful and he should go to jail. But I don't know if Mick has the right to just murder him. He does because he's a vampire. That's okay, right. Okay. So, Santa shot Salsaman, whatever. They fight. We learned that Erica Christensen's little girl. I wrote down, once again, Playboy. I don't know why. Oh, and then we get. Now, you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I simply wrote down Everlast. <laughs> not That is not quite correct. Okay, I need to correct that. I wrote down Everlast, two exclamation points. Now, what did I mean, Michael? Uh, you meant the most <laughs> on-the-nose musical choice that you could have possibly made for a vampire show made in the 2000s. <clears throat> That's right. It is rock sensation, Evanescence. <laughs> not Everlast. I can't remember what song it is, but it's the slow one. My Immortal? Is that right? I thought they were called Everlast. <laughs> They're not called Everlast. It is Evanescence. Yeah, it's not the Bring Me Back to Life. Yeah, the there's no one. Wake Me Up. Yeah. And we don't get any rap breakdowns, which, you know. Small favors. I think I'm doing it right. Fair use. Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah we hear that song. Even consider that a cover. Um, we hear uh, Erica Christensen's like, it is not. it's you. Just for the record, Erica Christensen does not appear in this television program. Says you. Um, she's like, oh shit, I know who you are. You were there when I was Son a of a fucking bitch. This is where um, it gets really profane. And she realizes that he's the one who saved her when she was a girl. And I wrote down accent again. And then he gives her like a like a forlorn Lorne kind of look. And then I wrote down, nope, John Corbett. And oh, yeah. Then, he's got a John Corbett uh, with zero personality. but. And then he kind of has like this moment where he's like, you can't have love when you're a vampire because they passed something, something. And then I wrote down gross because... He's way older, and I always have an issue with vampiric storylines, because I think it's gross. I don't even remember this happening. I thought that was the end was with Evanescence. Yeah, but she says it's while that's happening they have that I also, for the record, I thought that that was his daughter. I didn't realize that she was kidnapped. 
I thought it was him and Shannon Sossman had a daughter and that he was like, I'm your dad. You can't have you can't have children when you're vampires. He wasn't a vampire yet. Yeah, he was at that point. Oh, he wasn't? They were fighting and he was doing the growling and he had the eyes. That's not his origin story. Oh. That's what I'm saying. They set it up like that's his I origin take it story. Back. This show is really good. I mean, that's how you keep people going because now I want to know what the when the so that means Shannon Sossman comes back Obviously. to establish. Oh, his, but we didn't even have he he. You, we think that he kills her because he stabs her in the chest with a stake, and we're like, oh, that's how you kill vampires. But of course, this show has to be too clever, and that apparently doesn't kill vampires. No, because at the beginning we established that that doesn't kill that you can behead them or you, or can, you can kill them with a flame burn burn. them alive, and that's what happens is that she gets trapped in a building being burned alive. But obviously. Shannon Sossman does not just appear for four minutes in the pilot episode. Well, or she does, but well, she, she go back in time. She's on many episodes. Yeah, but we haven't established the origin story, so maybe that's the end, and then we work our way back to the beginning of when they first met and work his way to his origin mm-hmm. of becoming a vampire. Right, and I'm sure we're going to get there in the the twelve episodes or whatever. I'm not watching any more of this goddamn okay, show. That's it. That's the whole show. Next up, we have. Would you watch another episode? I think we just covered that. But Morgan, let's go into depth here. Would you watch another episode of, what is this show called? Moonlight. Fuck no. Uh, Liz? Oh, God, no. <laughs> You've been awful quiet, and I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I have been sitting here eating it did my startle cheese. Me. And I want to let you know, God damn, you have a great selection. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me on your podcasts. Of course, of course. Anytime, Liz, and by any time, I you mean, know I was expecting more uh, felines involved in this podcast, uh, but you know I'm allergic, so thank you so much for not having them. Of course, I did have everything to do with cats appearing or not appearing in the television show. Mike, what would you have to say about this program? Would I watch another episode? I'm going to say that, despite the fact that it is absolutely 100% awful garbage. I'm a sucker for horror-themed TV shows, and it has enough similarities to Angel that I would give it another shot. It also, this show is not just just not not just loved by by fans. It has incredibly high ratings. People give this like it has like an average of like 8.8 on IMDb. It, like fans are crazy about it, so I have to think that it gets better. Why would anybody like a show that that is this bad? I don't even understand why you would want to watch a second episode of it, but the fact that that people did seem to to like it and get so passionate about it, and that it is in a genre that I like, I would at least give it one more shot. That said, will I give it one more shot? Mm, probably not, unless I'm pretty desperate for a TV show. Is there potential here for a reboot? Obviously, this again is a little bit too new for a reboot, but could you do something with this idea, and how could you fix it to make this work? I mean, is there, obviously there's potential here. It is Angel. I've said it 4,000 times. So uh, this idea could work. Yeah, I see this coming back on CBS. As like, it's just like a more straightforward as crime more like, procedural? Yeah, as a crime procedural. I think, th- I actually do think that this could work as a crime procedural. You just have to have better writing for the mystery segment and somebody of somebody who's got, we need charisma in this fucking show. Yes. There's nothing like I said, anchoring the show. At the at the top of the show, this dude kills the show. What's his name? His name is Brian Rosling. Brian Rosling, you killed this show. Congratulations. Now, he's currently on Hawaii Five O. That's also a show that apparently is still on TV. Um, I'm going to actually look at his real name. 
Is that? Oh, that's not his real name? No, I'm calling him Brian Rosling because he looks like he's trying to be Ryan Gosling. Oh, I I would have 100% believed you. Because it just sounds like a generic white dude name. Hold on. I'm going to find that out. Uh, Yeah, I think if it was on CBS with... And probably... Well, I don't know. I guess maybe leaning more towards a more straight police procedural versus some a show that takes itself one that's more meta. I don't know. What would be what would work more? Yeah, I think either you need to uh completely strip away all of the winks and nudges that this show tries to do and fails at and just make it straightforward. Even though I was kind of complaining about it being that kind of show uh at the beginning uh of thinking that it might be a show like that. I do think that that would work better than this. Uh just having him be like kind of uh a vampire that solves crimes, but crimes that are more interesting than this one. Because this this just wasn't an interesting story. It's it's also like a weird pilot episode of something. It's not a good mystery. You think that they would have set up more of a mythology for the series, and it's really just kind of this guy that thinks he's a vampire, but he's not a vampire, which is sort of like a cliche of vampire shows and, and movies. Uh, his name is Alex McLaughlin, and it looks like he's the lead guy in Hawaii. <laughs> Whoa, let's not shortchange Scott Con. It's his story. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Day Kim. You know what? You know where Daniel Day Kim came from? One of his first television appearances. Okay, we get it. We get it. Okay, he was on. Okay, what's the next thing we do on this program? The next thing we do is we give final thoughts and recommendations um, that are not this show. Morgan, what do you got? Uh, this show was terrible. Do not like honestly. Like, if it was, at least do you recommend it? I don't recommend it because there's like it's it's really nothing. Yeah, I I would see how people would find the storyline interesting, and I would if you had somebody who's interesting at the helm. But there's there's nothing dynamic about this at all. Um, now for something that I recommend, um, there is this is not vampires or. Uh, CW-esque show. Um, but I've started watching a program on Comedy Central um, that is created, I believe, by the two leads called Detroiters. Um, it has uh, Sam Richardson in it, who I know mostly from Veep. Uh, he's fantastic. It also has a former SNL uh, alum named Tim Robinson. Um I was telling you that they have the dynamic that they have is kind of uh, a Stella type sensibility, except they're not really dumb. Um, they pl- they played these kind of like two kind of uh, not like schmoes, but like they have kind of a, a fun. They're comedic. goofs. They're goofs. Um, but the difference between them and like other programs like it is there's a real good thick layer of earnesty mm-hmm. to them, which makes it more grounded in reality. Um, and I like it a lot. They're, they're two ad execs, uh, or execs. They, they make like I mean, local, they're, they're pro- bosses, yeah. local uh, commercials, like for furniture stores and stuff like that. But I think that their rapport is a lot of fun to watch and I like it a lot. So I highly recommend Detroiters. Nice. Good rec. Um, I would, uh, no, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly recommend it. Like I want, I want this show to be better than it is because I do like the genre that it's in. And I think that it could have been cool. Um, but no, I wouldn't recommend this show at all. I don't, don't seek it out. I had to pay $1.99 for this episode on Amazon and I regret spending that money. Well, I don't cause we used it for the podcast, but, um, 
I'm certainly not going to buy the rest of the season. Uh, as for something that I would recommend, I'm not going to bother even recommending Buffy and Angel, which are far superior and should not be mentioned in the same breath as this show. It also has a lot of uh, Veronica Mars uh, elements in it. That's also a better show, but I'm not going to recommend that because obviously it's better than this. I will say uh, there is a show uh, that came out shortly after Buffy with Eliza Dushku called True Calling which lasted a season and like a quarter because they had like four episodes they didn't air. But it stars Liza Dushku and Zach Galifianakis and A.J. Cook of Final Destination 2 fame. I know everybody else is a huge fan of Final Destination 2 as I am. Uh, But it's about a woman who has sort of like a Groundhog Day ability where she she sees the day ahead of time and then goes back and has to relive it to fix the things that happen in it that go wrong. Um, it's not about vampires, but it is a high concept, you know, kind of horror sci-fi uh, show that plays with a lot of the same conventions that that Buffy has and, and Angel and does it a lot better than this show did. It's not a great show, but it is a show that, that got canceled pretty quickly that I think is worth checking out. So, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, sorry to interrupt. Can I make my recommendation? Of course. Of course you can. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So... I would like to uh, recommend a Birico. I'm like, sorry? Like like the cheese? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I didn't know that anybody beyond our neighbors to the east were making cheese. But apparently in a place called Spain, they're making cheese with goat's milk, which I thought was really weird. But it is quite tasty. So this week, I would like to recommend a Birico. Excellent. Thank you, Liz. Excellent. That was very insightful. So happy we got that recommendation. Um, okay, so let's wrap it up. That's it. Thank you for listening to Bad Reception. If you enjoy the show, please give us a review on iTunes and share us with friends. You can find out more about the show at badreceptionpod.com. Actually, right now you can't because I haven't set it up yet. But if this is the future, then you can. Um, I'm sorry for not having more preparation on this episode. I'm sure all of the big, huge... I can't remember the name of that. <laughs> what's the name of the show? Bad Reception. No, what's the name of the show we oh, watched? Moonlight. Jesus Christ. If you big, huge Moonlight fans are upset about this episode because I did not mention something important about the production, I am very sorry. Like I said, I did not do much research this time around. Anyway, I am Mike. Uh, I'm in Morgan. And a special guest this week was... Liz Bootley. Thanks for coming, Liz. Anyway, thanks for listening. That's the end of the podcast. Bye. Goodbye.